What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to episode five of the Average Joe Lawn Care Show. I'm Ben, your host, and I have with me my main co-host, Justin, the Lawn Whisperer. Uh, I hope Hello. you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I sure, I sure did. It was an interesting one. You know, it was just me and my. Um, my my own family. I didn't get to meet with any of my immediate family, um, but it just kind of made me appreciate more of the small things in life or things that you may, I don't know, overlook or not uh, think about. But I hope you guys had a great one. Justin, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, I may get arrested if I say I met with my family, but I did. I we My whole family lives in town here. Um, so I see everybody in my family every week anyway. So we met, we had some food. It was good times. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things where, um, you know, if it's like with, within your bubble or whatever people say, um, I mean, you probably know that as a firefighter. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was a nice, nice, uh, time. It was good. It was an interesting one, one that I think I'll always remember, that's for sure. But uh, I hope everybody in the chat uh, enjoyed it as well. Thanks for everybody tuning in. Again, it's always uh, it's always humbling to see some of some frequent faces in here and just people tuning in in general. It's you know I'm just an average guy having a little show and you know. People coming in to watch is is always pretty cool. So, uh, Super TA, thanks for coming in. Grace Ortiz, also thanks. Uh, Jason, I can never pronounce your last name. Seberlich, I think that's it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Pacific Northwest Lawns, Jonathan Orange, Lawntism. Uh, Nebraska, I got to give Nebraska a shout out because he, he literally started from the very first video that I ever posted and watched all of them through. And I have like around a hundred or so videos and he, he left, he, I know he did that because he left a comment on every video. Now, whether or not he actually watched everything <laughs> all the way through is another, we don't know, but regardless, the fact of doing that alone I greatly appreciate, and I thought that was pretty sweet. So, um, the lawn analyst. That's a pretty. Sweet thanks. Or uh, what's going on? Left tool is right tool ever here. Left tool is always in the chat. I never see the lawn tools in here. He's way too yeah. cool for us. Left tool. Left tool is the cooler of the two, anyway. He's he definitely brings a, another sense of humor to their channel, which I greatly appreciate. And it's hilarious to watch. Um, Bush League Lawns, what's going on, Brandon? Princess Cut Lawn Care, what's up, George? Thanks for tuning in. Um, I, I appreciate everybody being here. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I just wanted to... I, I cover this every time we start the show, but I just want to do it for the sake of repetition and just letting people know who watch this in the future or whatever. This lawn, this show is really. It's, I try to make it more of a conversation between me, or my co-host uh, Justin, and everyone in the chat, and just kind of make it a hangout. I don't make it kind of an interview style or a question and answer. I want it to be kind of a a a big conversation with everybody here tonight, uh, and that is very challenging. And I'm trying to get better at doing that with each show and I'm trying to think of more unique ways Justin is as well to to involve more of the people in the chats rather than just doing a question and answer because I find that fun to do but I also think there's more fun ways to do it I just need to think of those so this show is pretty relaxed and calm and I, I wanted to just jump in and say that that's kind of the basis of this show is we try to include everybody and we will miss things in the chat. And I've had questions about that. You know, we try to get to those as much as possible and include it. But this show is really just about having a, a, a relaxed, calm, I don't know, just kind of hang out, hanging out, talking about lawn care and trying to keep it around lawn care. At least we don't may not always keep it around lawn care, but that's the, the goal. Justin, do you have anything to add to that? 
No, I think you nailed it. I, I think you uh, hit it right on the head. So if you guys have questions, leave them in the chat. We will try to get to them. We might not get to all of them, but if we don't, then I would say send Ben or if it's a question you really want answered, send it to Ben or I after the show and we'll try to get to it next next time. Yep. I do want to make another really quick announcement as well is the average Joe Lawn Care show is now on all podcast or not all podcast platforms, but it's on several podcast platforms. The two main ones right now are um, Google Podcast and Spotify. There's uh, four other ones, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, and I think um, Pocket Cast is the other one. All of those links are in the description below if you want to go check those out. Um, and I'll let you guys know as soon as it's on Apple Podcasts. I think that takes some additional time. But I have uploaded all the episodes so far, so they're up there for everyone to listen to and enjoy. I wanted to do that just so it's easier for people to listen to while they're doing X, Y, or Z around the house. I just feel like it's probably easier for everybody to do that. So I wanted to do that for everybody and it's free for their for you to listen to. So anyway, that's all I have for the announcement section. Um uh it's it's just another one of those days that's in the cold gray skies, dreary aspect of fall and winter. I don't know. Has it been very sunny for you, Justin? Oh man, just bright, sunny, warm. Really, really nice outside. High of 28, I think, today. Good times. Balmy. Just really good times. Yeah, it's it's really, you know, break a sweat when you go outside type of weather. But, no, it is. We are, we are cold and don't see any sign of it warming back up. And you got to love that. If anything, it's just going to get colder. Yeah. And we're not. Yeah, this, this is. Uh, Go ahead. I mean, I, I, I think we talked about this last time. If it's going to be this cold, I would rather just get a little bit of snow. and and Because uh, I think when it snows, it, it makes it seem warmer for some mm -hmm. reason. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. If it's going to be cold, you know, at least there's some frozen water on the ground that we can go do some fun stuff on or something like that. I don't know. Or let's yeah. be real as parents. We don't, we don't look at it as fun as anymore. Like we used to as kids. No, you got to get like four layers of clothes on and then out and, it, and then it's freezing and you have to come back in and you know, the clothes are wet and you got to take them all off and try to dry them off. And then ah, it's just, it's it's fun for five minutes, I guess maybe. Yeah, I know at the our last house, uh, the last winter we had there. I think it was the last winter, um, or maybe in the second to last. That giant hill, we had never actually sled down because we never got a good snow for sledding purposes, and we finally did it. We couldn't do it in our backyard, obviously, because we had the fence, but my neighbor's backyard was perfect. Obviously, it ended in the woods, so you had to break and try to stop before hitting trees, but it was pretty awesome. I remember if I... I was thinking if I had that hill when I was middle school, high school age, oh my, we would have gotten into some trouble. <laughs> yeah, we've got some good hills around here, but... Uh, I feel like when I was a kid, we got a ton of good snow and lately we just, we don't, don't get enough snow to be able to do that. Kind yeah. Of thing. All right. We, we've got to get into this debate real quick. I saw somebody ask the question, favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, that's a good debate. What's yours? I'll go, you tell me yours and I'll tell uh, me yours or I'll tell me mine. <laughs> Christmas vacation, hands down. Christmas vacation, number one. Dang it! Can we have the same yeah, one? Have... Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, fine. This isn't a movie, but I'll take all the Office Christmas episodes as one collective movie. I will say I have, I have 
five things that my wife and I have to watch every year leading up to Christmas. So it's Christmas vacation. You have to watch it like five times at least. Uh, all the, the Office episodes, Elf, The Grinch, uh, and then Home Alone. Those, those are the five for me. Those, and those are pretty solid, I think. Yeah, I'd say those are pretty classic. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and jump in to the chat, uh, as well. Grace Ortiz, uh, you asked me, what do I think of the Time Master? It's awesome. I mean, there's really nothing else I can say about that other than that I do have a video coming out. Uh, I may be able to get it out this weekend if at the very latest it'll be next weekend. Um, but it, it's amazing. I mean, I, I used Brandon's a couple years ago, or not a couple years, a couple weeks ago. And, um, I think there was a little bit of a difference between using one cause he bought that mower used. Uh, and I, this was obviously brand new, fresh out of the box. And I would say there is a, a little bit of a difference between the two just because one's brand new and it has been used. So, I mean, it, it, I don't know. Other than that, it's just smooth as butter. That's pretty much it. Um, Silky smooth. Yeah, I was. So the the Heart Tools Adaptive Speed. Uh, it's similar to like the Toro Personal Pace. Um, I can take it or leave it, and I can probably say the same thing about Toro Personal Pace because I've I've just always been used to the traditional self propel. I don't mind it, you know, pulling me or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I do, I do appreciate how the Time Master, you can really feather the personal pace when turning around or going around corners. If you're in a uh, wet, soggy lawn, that's, and by doing that, you're going to minimize any damage to the lawn. Mm -hmm. And so I... I can really appreciate that. It's not like an on-off kind of deal where you're going to spin the wheels or anything. You can really like lightly feather that uh, personal pace and easily get it around a corner, which I think is pretty cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm i a big fan of the personal pace, but I'm, I'm like you, though. I, I mean, I started out with a Husqvarna that just had a – you pulled the trigger and it went, um, and I didn't have any issue with that. But once you – get used to the personal pace it's so nice um and i definitely for the reasons like you said like you can slow down you can speed up if i need to mow really quickly i can pretty much jog behind that thing and it's going to go and and do that and if i want to take my time enjoy the mow you can just do a casual stroll and it's gonna be nice and nice and calm for you and uh yeah i love it i would say on on any mower that i have i can't have a mower that stops after you let go of the the blade engagement i've always had a mower even when i was a kid i've always all the hondas we ever owned always had the i don't know what the technology is called where you can essentially uh disengage the blade and the engine is still running i've never uh, used yeah. or owned a lawnmower that stops immediately after you let go of the blade and and i had I've just been, you know, accustomed to having a mower like that. So, um, yeah. So your time master has that, correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love, so the, uh, my time master has that as well. My super recycler does not. And so really when I have people ask me which like super recycler they should get, because some of them have that, have that blade stop feature. Some don't. Um, and I always say one, I'm a Honda engine guy. Um, I, I love Honda engines, but I would actually take the blade the blade stop feature only comes on the Toro engines. I think, I don't think you can get it on the super recycler with the Honda. And so I always say I would give up the Honda engine to have the blade stop because it's so nice. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one thing I've heard. Like people say like, Oh, I love the blade stop. And I'm like, I've never not had a mower. Maybe that's just because I've been spoiled. I mean, I'll admit I've probably You're been spoiled, spoiled since I was a kid using a mower that did never, never had a uh, blade stop. So I, it was always interesting when I heard some of the 
YouTubers say like, oh, I really like this because it has um, the blade stop. And I'm like, I didn't even know most mowers didn't have that, which is... Yeah. Well, in my day, we had to walk to school uphill <laughs> yeah. both ways and yeah. blade stop on our, on our mowers. No, I, I, this is the first mower I've ever owned that has it. And I'll, if I can help it, I'll never buy another push mower that does not have blade stop. I don't think they sell too many. I mean, you really have to go super bottom of the line, uh, to get a mower that doesn't have that these days. Obviously with electric mowers, they're, you know, yeah, you don't need that, but uh let's see left tool said that right tool isn't asleep by 7 30 every night and that's not even a joke well let, right tool is going to need to have to step up his game come december 18th when mr when he's on here. long yeah. whisperer is going to be saving lives and he's going to be on here so he you know he is going to be struggling i can tell you that much um, I have to, when I was mentioning Nebraska earlier, watching all my videos, he said, oh, I watched them and work paid for it. I, I have to laugh at that because that's pretty funny. Uh, who hasn't sat at work and watched? I would, I would imagine a lot of people in here are probably in the same boat. Yeah. Especially with a lot of people working from home now. Uh, Logan Burnett asks, what's the word with Carbon Earth? Oh, chat just jumped on me. Uh, what's with Carbon Earth Company and what are the plans for 2021? They plan on releasing any products for the 2021 lawn care season. I don't know any more than what you guys do. Um, and that's about it. I mean, I, I don't know. Um... Christmas vacation debate over. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that lawn analyst. That's, I think Justin took that one as soon as everybody was probably going to say that. Yeah, that's my pick. You pick a different one. Uh, Jason, anyone else just impulse buying product and equipment to try and stop the winter lawn withdrawals? You know, that might be one way to get, get over winter or get through winter, I guess. Be a good way for me to get thrown on the couch. <laughs> uh, hey, what's up, Lawn Creeps? Out of Chicago. Uh, what's going on, guys? You've been doing a hell of a job with these. Keep up the good work. I'm at work. Ha can't hang out. Just checking in. Well, I we, we, de we appreciate that, so thanks for stopping by. I hope you have a great night at work or I hope your work shift is almost over. <clears throat> that guy is the soil guru. If you guys want to know anything about soil, lawn creeps limited is the man. So I have a, I've never actually, you know, dived into it. Does he have like, uh, is he just in, in, and self-educated de uh, soil guru, or is he like? Is that? I think okay. so. I think he just he loves you know soil biology and and nature and you know the natural processes that go on and uh, all that stuff and you know building up your soil naturally and not using a ton of chemicals and all that stuff and I mean his lawn looks very nice. And he's just an awesome guy. So I, I always enjoy whenever I see his name pop up on, on a video. Yeah, I mean, I, I love his enthusiasm in his content. Um, he's definitely unique in regards to any of the lawn care YouTubers. And I like his... His videos typically have the fisheye lens, which reminds me of like old yeah. hip-hop rap video music videos, and I love it. He would, I'm sure, I mean, if he's still in this chat, I'm sure he would love that comment. But, uh, yeah, no, I, he's way too smart for me. I'll be honest with you. He is, like, way too smart for me, and I get lost in some of the things he's talking about. But uh, I, I am with you. I enjoy the way his videos are set up with the fisheye, and he's got, like, a 
a dungeon office kind of thing. Like it seems like it's down underground yeah. and he's, he's got like the art and the drawings and stuff. And I think it's really cool. Well, I think his, his art and his, that's all very unique in and of itself. It's very like when I see it, I'm like, yeah, that was definitely lawn creeps. Like there's no question in my mind. Hopefully we can get him on as a co-host on this show at some point. You should. I'm sure he'd love that. Yeah. Uh, but his, his drawings, his art reminds me of, uh, what's it called? The, I can't, um, it'll come to me later, but there, there was a group. They had the song feel good ink. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking I think about? So. They like had the same kind of art and same kind of like sketches and stuff. And anyway, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. There's a, uh, I'm not even going to try to remember. There's a band that I remember that did a music video within the last, it's in my lifetime, that reminds me of his, it's all animated, and it reminds me of his art. What? I can't remember the band. Gorilla. Thank you, Left Tool. Gorillas. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the group. That. If you go watch the music video for that song, Feel Good Inc., it, it, and you go look at his sketches and his, his art, it, to me, it looks the same, which is I awesome. I want to try to imitate the song to make sure I'm thinking of the right song, but I'm not going to embarrass myself <laughs> right now. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, let's see. Jamie, thanks for tuning in tonight. Hey, Juan Perez is in the house. We talked about him before the show, Justin. What's up, Juan? Uh, you were the Juan we were waiting for. That's right, we were. So that I'll just segue into that since we're we're talking about you. So on my second to last uh, community post on my the YouTube tab. Um, when I posted about the last Mo with the Time Master, I really liked Juan's comment. Uh, he said, I could have had one last Mo, but I do the opposite this time of year. I did my last Mo in Furt mid-October and let it be. Up here, we are getting less and less sunlight, so I want as much grass blade to absorb as much energy. I do cut around one and a quarter. It is now closer to... Three or two and three quarters, all covered under twelve inches of snow. So I thought that was a really unique comment because most people, or most people teaching, say you know maybe cut a little shorter if you have snow and those types of things. Um, but what he his strategy makes a lot of sense because the the grass is you know collecting a bunch of energy to send down into the crown of the plant to store over winter so it's ready to go and rock and roll in spring. Um, I don't know the scientific aspect of that. That would be going into that aspect of that conversation to be something, you know, you'd ask like a Matt Martin or John Perry or maybe even the lawn creeps. Um, I thought that was a unique comment. What, what are your, what do you think about that, Justin? Uh, I won't put myself in the same category as the guys you just mentioned because I'm just not. I, I don't have as much knowledge as they do. Um, my understanding of it or my thinking of it is I, I don't think he's wrong, and I'm not going to tell him he's wrong. You know, as long as your lawn's not five, six, seven inches, uh, I think you're you're probably fine no matter what. Um, my thinking is I like to cut shorter because if my lawn's dormant, so it sounds like his lawn's probably dormant if it's under 12 inches of snow is that the shorter I can cut the grass the less chance it is to, you're going to have to lay over and get smashed and matted down throughout the winter um, whenever it's not able to grow up and you know this snow is packed down on it and so I think you have less chance for issues that way if you're cutting it short the sun aspect makes sense to me but at the same time if it's not growing and it's dormant and it has a chance to lay over, I think that outweighs the, the sun aspect. Sure. Cause the other thing I was thinking about too, is like, uh, 
you know, since you've been, if you've been cutting at a shorter height, you've essentially trained the crown of the plant to be lower and closer to the uh, soil. Um, so when the leaf blade grows taller, it's not as strong because it's not as rigid because the, it's, it's further from the crown. Uh, so it's got a, a longer lever arm essentially. So when you stack snow on top of that, that would make sense for it to be more likely to lay over. Um, versus if you were to always mow at like, you know, three inches, your crown, the crown of the plant is much taller, so it's not going to lay over as easily. Um, and then you drop that height down. You know, I don't, it's interesting. It, it's just something to think about. It's something yeah. to ponder on a little bit. Cause I don't know if like, you know, an inch or three quarters of an inch are really going to make that big of a, or would, I, I'm wondering from a scientific aspect, if that would make a big difference from a, a photosynthesis aspect and those types of things. Yeah. So you said he was he was under two inches, and now it's just at three inches, or just over. Yeah, he said uh, I do cut around one and a quarter, and now it's at two and three quarters. So it's one and okay. an inch at inches, one and a half inches higher than what his normal cutting height is. I, I would say, honest, my opinion, it's this isn't a fact. Um, I think he's, you know, on the right track thinking wise. And honestly, I mean, two and three quarters inches, most, some people that's low for them. They're cutting at four mm -hmm. inches and to cut low for a last winter cut, they're going to cut at three and a quarter or something. And so honestly, I think two and three quarters, you're, you're fine. You're, you know, that's not going to be a big deal. Yeah. And I think that would be, I think that would be an interesting uh, question to ask, you know, somebody like, Lawn Creeps or John Perry or Matt Martin or anybody else that has an educated education in turf management and, and all those types of things. Um, that'd be an interesting thing to ask them. Yeah. Uh, everybody, I, I, we're behind on the chats, people. So just, you know, uh, we're going to go through them a little late because I see a bunch of people still talking about the uh christmas movie argument and then we went into the gorillas conversation <laughs> uh who asked oh mar mario you guys ever dealt with squirrels in your attic i have never dealt with any oh. rodents uh actually this morning i heard some critters up in my ceiling and so i've got to dig into that tomorrow so yeah we are we're on the same page here those squirrels that were digging digging their nuts in my lawn are now burying their nuts in my in my attic i guess <laughs> so you could say they're nuts deep they are nuts deep <laughs> inside oh man this, this chat can easily take a wrong turn. Brett's over here talking in the chat about his extra half inch. Jeez. Where did that come from? I guess he's talking about uh, the, the grass being mowed uh, shorter at the end of the year. Well, we got some new faces in here. Jimmy Lewis is in the house. How you doing, buddy? Uh, Lakehouse Lawns. I believe that's Kyle. Is that is that right? That, that is, is Kyle. Kyle. Uh, sorry about that. And we obviously have Brett that Justin just mentioned. Thanks for joining, everybody. All right. Well, one of the things that... Uh, that I wanted to kind of talk about tonight. And if you guys have any, if you guys have any input on this in the chats, let us know. But one thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, or like just throw out there was what's the weirdest or, uh, strangest comment or question that you've ever gotten from either your wife, neighbors, or friends about basically your obsession with lawn care and I guess it doesn't have to be weird if it's just a question that you thought was a really good question. 
go ahead and throw it in the chat. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start us off tonight by saying the question that my wife had thrown at me was that she said, I get why you guys like taking care of your lawns and making a nice lawn. I don't get why you guys each like to watch each other do the same thing on YouTube. That's a good question. It is. Uh, at the same time, my wife has not really ever said that to me, but my wife watches like beauty, things about makeup and stuff. And so you, I've seen her on her phone. There'll be girls putting on makeup. Mm-hmm. Really? So watching other people. Yeah, that's a thing. Do you, I think the, those types of videos are like the number one videos watched on YouTube is our beauty videos. So it's wild. Take, you know, maybe you should look into starting a beauty channel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that is weirder than watching people take care of their lawn, but I'm the one taking care of my lawn and watching I, those videos. So obviously I would think that I feel like that's kind of like watching people getting dressed. that's more of an OnlyFans kind of deal (laughs) I don't know Uh, no but I I don't know I just it's just kind of funny that whatever you're into and you I don't know you watch other people it's like I I am also into car detailing videos I like watching those kinds of things and I don't really I mean sometimes I get stuff out of them where I'm learning something but a lot of times it's just just mesmerizing to watch it's like it's like an you know oddly satisfying type of video. Like some people come to watch mowing because it like relaxes them, I guess. And it, I don't know. But see, I can understand that. That seems like like it's a satisfaction kind of thing. Like you can see the lawn improving, you know, from point A to point B. You can see the car improving drastically or whatever. But watching people put makeup on, like obviously they're looking better as they put well hopefully they start looking better as they put more makeup on but i don't i don't know that just seems that doesn't even seem to be on the same category um yeah i i don't know i it's just i i don't know if she's watching to like learn new techniques of putting like a brush on and i don't know it may be the same as spreading a different kind of for that maybe somebody has has a different colored brush they're using on their <laughs> cheek. I don't know. Yeah. We need to we need to have somebody on here to explain that to us. Uh Nebraska, I think, asked you, this is way earlier on. I'm changing subjects again drastically. Uh he was asking you about your your one thousand uh because he said he doesn't recall you using it in any of your videos. My one thousand. Isn't that your what one thousand? Is that your uh, your greens master? Oh, uh, the greens master is a sixteen hundred. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't. Oh, he he may be talking about my spreader. I have a Anderson's LCO one. That's what he is talking about. Yeah, he did to say LCO. I didn't know what that was. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, I've had that. I don't know. I've had it for a little while now, since probably June or so, and that's. Pretty much all I've used as a spreader. That and then I have the Yard Star from Andersons. Um, they're not really in the same class of spreaders. They're both very nice, but the LCO 1000 is probably twice the price. And it's awesome spreader. Uh, not sure. It's pro- definitely probably overkill for my lawn here. I would say it's more of a lawn for like a half acre or more. Oh. But it's awesome. It is it is a fantastic spreader. That is one thing that I think I want to eventually upgrade is a sp- better spreader because right now I just have the Scotch Deluxe Edge Guard. Not that I I've actually yeah. I fixed it this year because the the spinner in the bottom of it broke, so I had to like drive a screw through it to make sure it was functioning. But I need to upgrade. I just don't know what to get. Yeah, I will say. So I have a Scott's Mini. That's what I was using before. I got it for like 14 bucks at Aldi. And I am on the 
you know, I've got 6,000 square feet and that Scott's mini honestly worked just fine for me. Now it wasn't perfect. It, I did feel like it left lines occasionally because the wheel pattern and all that stuff, but I could get by with it. That LCO 1000, I don't think I'll ever need another spreader. Honestly, I think that will last me forever. So who makes that one? That's the Andersons. Okay. And what did you say the other one is that you have? It's the, it's also by the Andersons. It's called the Yardstar. Okay. It's a, uh, it's got the round hopper. It looks like the uh, Earthways and, oh. and all that stuff. I had an Earthway twenty six hundred A plus. I think is what it was, and the uh, I sold it. And the Yardstar is way. I mean, it's way better. I, I think the Yardstar is more comparable to the Earthwise, the bigger Earthwise, but mm. uh, it's nice too. Well, the uh, another viewer said, Jamie, she said, thanks for shaving off the caterpillar, Justin. <laughs> she, that, so Jamie is actually a dude. Oh, I am sorry. Burn. Burn. My bad. Sorry, Jamie. I just lost a subscriber. You're gone. You're out. That wasn't, I, I apologize, Jamie. I sincerely do. Sorry about that. Anyway, they're happy that the caterpillar's gone. Yes, caterpillar's gone. Unfortunately, I actually kind of got to keep it. Yeah, well, you said you're. You told you told me that you told your wife that you're that it's staying. It's staying forever, and it, that lasted about five minutes. Why? I know my place. I know my place. <laughs> <laughs> oh no i i actually the, so december 1st came and she the morning of december 1st like all right it's time to get rid of it and i was like okay fine and so i went and my clippers were dead and uh she thought i was like messing with her and doing it on purpose and like got all mad but i they have clippers were actually dead and it was really funny so i got to go the whole day with it that's funny <laughs> did uh did anybody else at your station do it uh one other guy yeah but he he bailed after three weeks so i made it the longest why did he bail he i don't know i i wish i knew he said his his wife didn't like it so he had to get mm -hmm. rid of it Hey, at least I made it the whole month. I remember last year I had a full beard in October, and then at the beginning of November I just shaved it all off and just had this. So it was just there. It mm -hmm. was oh, actually I did the I did the Fu Manchu kind of deal. That was I got some looks with that one. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I wish I could grow a beard, but I'm not allowed to. Well, you can for the purposes of like wearing a mask and stuff like that, right? Right. Like, yeah. I can't, I can't have hair on the jawline yeah. because the mask won't seal properly. Yeah. And we're not people. We're not talking about the masks you have to wear in stores and stuff. We're talking about like actually yeah, oxygen. Firefighter. Yes. SCBA mask. That. That thing. <clears throat> That I was thinking about this too, because uh, I know my brother being a firefighter, he said that uh, a lot of the firemen that he works with, they either do uh, some lawn care stuff or like during this time of year, they do Christmas light. They, they'll like, they have a lot of side jobs. And I just find that extremely unique because you don't find that with a lot of other professions of people having you know, other side jobs. So I'd imagine for you, Justin, is your side job kind of the whole lawn care YouTube kind of deal? Yeah. Uh, well this, and, and then I, I have a, a lawn care That's business. Right. So I mow, mow lawn. Um, but in the winter, I usually don't really do anything. I, I've dabbled with some other stuff. I, one winter I painted cabinets. So like kitchen cabinets. Um, and I made some money there, but I, hated doing it it was awful painting is the worst um 
And so I try to pick up some overtime shifts at the fire station um, because that's good money and there's always overtime available. So that's one thing. But when I do that, I have to be gone away from home for 48 hours and I come home for 24 hours and I go back for another 24. So that's kind of tough, but you know, make some extra money and, and be able to do, do some fun things with the family. It's always good. Um, I'm going to revisit our conversation. We were talking about grass hide because I saw all lawn creeps comments in regards to that. Uh, he said, the more leaf, the more grass is capturing sunlight and increasing photosynthetic photosynthetic capacity. The plant is releasing those compounds into the soil. The uh, microbes are taking those compounds and resynthesizing into a stable humic polymer, fast-tracking to topsoil building. Um, he said, but the practice of going short into winter is still valid. So... All right, there you have it, people. Makes sense, yeah. Um, Brandon from Bushley Lawn says, my wife watches pimple poppers. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Have you ever watched that? Uh, there's one... I don't remember. There was one in particular video where a dude had a massive goiter on his black back or something, or it was like a growth or something. That was like five years ago, and I was like, no, I'm not. Well, there's that TV show. I don't know what channel it's on, but it's Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> that's what it's all about. No, I've not seen that. A guy I work with at the fire station loves watching it, and I, I just can't do it. I can't do that for somebody who is like a firefighter and EMT. I, I have a weak stomach. I, I have a lot of stories, but I, I can't do smells especially. And that every time I watch that show or I see that show on, I, I imagine what that, that would smell like whenever they're doing their popping. And it just, I can't. Well, do yeah, it. because you, those aren't just like normal pimples from what I can imagine. They're like, Things that have been there for a really long time and you have a lot of nasty, grossy, gross bacteria. And they're like yeah. this big. They're like, cause they're like cysts. And yeah. as soon as you open that up, you're releasing all of that Huge. nasty bacteria. And yeah, that's going to have a little smell to it. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to make it. All right, moving on, moving on. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, he said, if you could start a new lawn and choose any climate, what are you both choosing? Oh, that's a good question. I would say, so I, I, when I went to Utah, it seemed like they have a pretty awesome climate for, for growing cool season grass. So that's probably what I would choose. Uh, before you mention that, because I had forgotten about that, but I'm still a warm... I, I think it in the deep depths of me, I have a lot of warm season love. I just don't know anything about really truly caring for it, because uh, I just really like Bermuda. I know people think yeah. it's a weed or whatever, but it is... Uh, I just think it's a really awesome grass type, so I would have to go with Bermuda... And I would want to do take care of Bermuda and not necessarily deep south, somewhere approaching the transition zone. That's what I would do. Okay. If like I could, I would, I would sod my entire lawn right now with Bermuda. Huh. That's interesting. I honestly have never, and I, I've talked to people about this, I've never seen a in person, a Bermuda lawn, like taking care of the way it should. Like, like I, I, I go to Alabama every, every fall and, and I see the, you know, they mostly have Bermuda, I think in centipede probably, but, uh, lawns there are, you know, three, four inches and they're mowed once a week. And from my understanding, I think Bermuda would prefer to be mowed more often than that and probably mowed lower than that. So I've never really seen a Bermuda lawn that has been 
maintained the way it should. But I am expecting Brett to have his fully ready to go when I get to his house. Well, have you been to Jordan's house? I have not. That's another him and uh, both tools I want to go visit. Uh, the tools but, and John Ware and budget lawns. I need to need to make my way down there. Yeah. Well, I just think I I think I've mentioned this on previous episodes. I just think, uh, and I know a lot of probably people that know a lot way more than this would disagree with me, but I honestly think warm season grass, while it may not be a long growing season where I am, it is probably the most low maintenance uh, because I don't, you would not have to worry about fungus. And that's probably the most frustrating part for me, at least in this new one, um, is the fungus aspect of things. Because when I dealt with the, when I cared for that common Bermuda uh, area, the old house, I didn't do anything but fertilize it, and it did whatever it wanted to. Yeah. So. I, well, so I mean, your climate's pretty similar to mine. Yes. Well, uh, you know, it gets pretty humid, and you have tall fescue, correct? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a tall fescue bluegrass mix, but mostly tall fescue. That's one thing that I have learned is that tall fescue and humidity, you've got to keep up on fungicides. Yeah, for sure, or else it will it will get brown patch or uh, you know gray leaf spot or whatever, and it'll take off. Because I've had that happen to me the past you know, three seasons. And I, even when I was on top of my fungicide game, I still felt like it, it took hold. Yeah. And that's one thing I, you know, I was ravaged with, uh, excuse me, dollar spot this past year and come to find out what I was doing was kind of with, and as far as fungicides, cause I was putting a azox, strobin down, which doesn't do anything for, or against dollar spot. So the I think the thought process behind that is because it's not it's taking care of a lot of other fung uh funguses and not specifically dollar spot, you I guess are creating a more uh happy environment for dollar spot because there's nothing else I guess competing with it in a way. So you're just kind of encouraging it. I don't know if that's actually the right way to think about it but um yeah i don't know like this coming year i i may do azoxystrobin and propaganazol i know that's kind of the the bulletproof strategy of alan that alan hayne always talks about i may try that i don't know yeah um so that's what that's what i rotate is typically is azoxy and propaganazol um i see somebody asked a question about uh, go-tos for fungicides. I'll be honest with you, fungicides, in my opinion, is the one thing that I feel like you need to get the stronger version of it. And what I mean by that is like on do my own, go and get the the better, more professional stuff. That's just my opinion because I've messed with the, the Scott's Disease X and the stuff you get at the big box store and it, it might do a little bit, but it's, it just, it doesn't have the same effect as, as getting the good stuff. And, uh, the, the stuff that I use from do my own is typically, you know, you buy the bottle and it's going to cost, I mean, it's gonna, there's going to be a sticker shock there, but if you actually break down the cost per application, you're, it's actually much cheaper to use that stuff versus going on and getting it to the box store. Yeah. Cause you have to put, in order to get the same kind of like concentration level down in your application that you would with those um, more expensive ones, you'd have to put down quite a bit more um, from the big box stores. Yeah. Yep. Cleary's is another good one. Um, that is also bought on Do My Own. Um, yeah. I don't know. That, that, in my opinion, you know, Weed controls and fertilizers and stuff from the big box store will you'll get great results if you use them right. Um, but the fungicides, I think you need to 
need to get the more professional products. Makes sense. I mean, that's what I used last year when I was going for the curative. I used, I got the propiconazole from Do My Own, the concentration of it, and did an application. That was actually my first night application. Um, yeah, that was because I was just running out of daylight. Or I was running, not running out of daylight, I was trying to do it when temperatures were below the whole 85 degree thing. And the only time that was, was basically when the sun was going down. So I had uh, the backlight on in the backyard and was just going, going to town. I actually didn't think it was as hard as I thought it was going to be. Um, Cause I could still see pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I especially if you are able to set up like one light or something like that, um, you can light up. Even if you can light up one side, you can still, you know, get a good, good spread or a good spray. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing I would say, as long as you've used your sprayer before, uh, that helps us too. That helps too because then you know, you know, your whole sprayer width and those types of things, and then after that, you know, it's almost like doing it in your sleep if you've done it enough you just kind of know that's what she said <laughs> you're taking spray and pray to a whole other level here oh man you and your that's what she says jokes those are riddled all throughout your videos it's too much fun just like a like a second language to me is being able to you know spot that's what she said moment well and i i believe i remember asking you or commenting on one of your videos i said uh who is she and how do we know that's what she said (laughs) i'd love to meet her someday oh um I know there was some other questions in the chat that I was skimming through. Derek Dockett, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for tuning in. If you don't know Derek Dockett, he's a St. Louis fella. He's got his own podcast called uh, Persons of Interest. Uh, it's pretty good. I was, I was, I happened to be featured on that last year, and it was Ooh. a great time. So, uh, go check his podcast out. Called Persons of Interest. Do Persons listen, of Interest. Do you listen to podcasts, Justin? Uh, occasionally. I should listen to more, but I uh, I get sucked into music and, it's, you know. And YouTube. I I, sometimes I get, I get bored with podcasts. Not going to lie, even though we're doing a podcast here, but I, I don't have, I, I, to sit down and listen to long stuff at a time. Well, I don't have a video. Yeah, I think that I think in general most podcasts are intended to be listened to. You know, while you're doing something, I I couldn't just list down, li- sit down and listen to an entire you know hour long podcast or something like that. I would have to be like doing something to be like listening while mowing the lawn or something like that. I think that's kind of what they're intended to do. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Brett's actually getting his uh lawn sodded within the week or a couple weeks. With Bermuda. Is it gonna be Bermuda? I think. I think I don't want to spoil his uh his action there, but I think it's Bermuda. I could be none wrong. of my viewers watch his channel. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or should I say, none of his viewers watch my channel. There you go. I don't know. I'd, I'd say it's the other way around. <laughs> Your viewers are too good for Brett. Okay, here, here's a question I see pop up. You're offered any free lawn equipment. What would you choose? So I guess that's free range. Anything you wanted. Price doesn't matter. That's a tough one. I'll have to think about that. If you have one, go for it. Um, 
I am going to set, so I'll give you maybe a few things that I want. A stand-on mower. I want a stand-on zero-turn mower. I want a uh, Toro Pro Stripe. That's number two. And then I would love to have a stand-on aerator. Mm. Yeah. Pretty fancy. So the 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 pro stripe that's like the that's a rotary mower with like a roller on it, right? You've talked to me about that, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's essentially, I mean it's it's obviously it's it's going to be nicer than the super recycler, but it's essentially like you take the super recycler, remove the back two wheels and put a roller on it and it has the ability to cut under i mean i think it's like a quarter inch maybe maybe a quarter inch something like that up to like one and a quarter inches or something i mean it's it's meant for a golf course and it's meant to cut low but um yeah they're look awesome where where on a golf course do they use that i honestly don't know I'm assuming it's probably used on like banks and stuff, maybe that they need to keep load mode low or something. I don't. I'm not sure though. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't know what free equipment I would honestly use. I really don't like. I would have to really think about that because I'm kind of, I am kind of the person that would want to get something that's practical or something i actually need um i don't oh everybody needs a stand on mower and a stand on aerator would, come on <laughs> yeah but you're talking about like a right stand on like that type of deal yeah okay there's no way i would ever like i don't know i know i've like i i wrote on one at the gie but i was like I don't, I'm not a professional. Like, I, I would rather walk behind a mower. On my own lawn, I like, I enjoy walking behind a mower. But uh, for my property we got, I've got almost three acres that I'm going to have to, I don't have to mow all of it, but, you know, some of it. And so I would love to stand up and, and do all that. And I have my lawn business that I'd love to use it for, too. Yeah, I I guess it would it would be fun to have like a stand on right mower. It would be fun to have all that equipment just at your disposal. Like I I have honestly I guess more recently one of the things that I've thought about that I would want is a uh a stand on or not necessarily a stand on sprayer but a walk behind sprayer or something like what Relo Dad or Connor Ward has or something like that that has a big boom that I can just spray super quick because mm-hmm. I find that to be the most time-consuming thing for me is uh, spraying liquids on the lawn just because I have I only have a two-gallon uh, battery-powered backpack sprayer so I have to refill quite a bit so that's probably something that I would want at this current time that would change as things in my life change. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice to have too. It would walk behind sprayer. That would be good. Uh, I wanted Jonathan to, yeah. to give him a shout. Yeah. First time watcher. I was just about to newbie. Sorry, I didn't mean to take that. No, go you for go it. Ahead. Go for it. Welcome uh welcome to the the crazy lawn care life. You're going to get sucked in and you're going to love it. Uh but he asks any tips for storing mower over the winter? Uh, I worked her like crazy this year. I was I was pausing for your benefit yeah, you of laughing. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, so what I do for my mowers, uh, and I guess my other power equipment or gas-powered equipment is... I don't run all the gas out of the equipment. I actually, I fill up the tank all the way and make sure that gas in the tank has like a fuel stabilizer like uh, Stabil 
And then what I also do is I have a, I fill up my gas can all the way and put a fuel stabilizer in that. Uh, and what I've been told is that will keep the fuel good all throughout winter and you can use it uh, once spring hits and you'll be good to go. Um, changing your oil and your spark plug if you, the spark plug's not always, in my opinion, doesn't need to be changed annually. Sometimes you can just clean it, like taking a a piece of sandpaper, like a really light grit sandpaper, and just cleaning off the carbon of the tip. Um, or you can uh, just put a new one in if it's easier for you to do that. Um, but that's really it. I mean, cleaning the deck is another thing, making sure all that's clean, because you don't want to leave that under there. Changing the oil... Am I missing anything? I mean, things that you have to do or I think you have to do, I mean, you pretty much hit it. The fuel stabilizer, I change the oil, check the spark plug, check the air filter. And honestly, that's all you really have to do to store it. Um, I like to clean my entire mower and sharpen the blades and, and do all that so it's ready to go for the first cut the next year. But, yeah, I think you nailed it. And Jonathan, I would say to that, last year we moved during this time, and I didn't get a chance to do any of that to my lawn care equipment, and it worked fine when I think got things started this year. I think it's more it's more of a habitual thing. Like you don't want to continually do that. If you do it one year, fine, it's not going to ruin anything. But over time, you want to be more active on doing those types of things to prolong your equipment and just take better care of it. It's not like, I think some people think like, oh my gosh, you didn't do that this year. It's going to be destroyed. And it's like, no, it'll be fine. Yeah. But we appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for coming in. And like everyone has said, has, has, like everyone has said you're going to get sucked in and you'll be surprised how addicted you're going to get to everything. Yeah. Uh, asked lake house lawn care asked what's the best grass you've seen in real life does that does i mean do golf courses count yeah sure i would say the golf course near me i mean it's had it has pretty beautiful zoysia fairways in the summer and the bent grass greens look pretty good too so yeah. that's what I'll go with. Yeah, I would say uh, there's a golf course up in Michigan that we go to every summer called Arcadia Bluffs. If anybody's heard of that, and that grass there is probably uh, some of the nicest nicest residential grass I've I've ever seen. Hate to give it to him, but I think Brett's Brett's lawn when I went there, his RPR that barren ryegrass was just, I mean. It was pretty awesome. Softest lawn I've ever felt for sure. And Brett actually commented, he said Connor's lawn two years ago was the nicest I've ever seen in person. It, I do rem- I do remember his lawn before he killed it off, and I, that thing was immaculate. I mean, on camera. I know cameras can make things look way better than they do in person, but... That looks good. Yeah. I hope his lawn gets back to its former glory days. Well, he I think he overseeded with rye this past fall, right? That's he never did a video on it, but he did mention it. Yeah, I thought I heard him say something about that. I think I think uh I think ryegrass just adds I mean I think ryegrass just adds a lot to a Kentucky bluegrass lawn in terms of the look. I mean, I think it stripes typically stripes mm-hmm. better. The ryegrass does, um, and it it just yeah. After I think, breath. <laughs> you weren't supposed to tell people. Thanks, Justin. Here's your payment. Yeah, well, you got a lot to live up to now, Brett. 
We all saw the beautiful one you had in Utah. Now you're in a way harsher climate. And that's going to be difficult. So good luck. All right, guys. Well, I think I'm going to wrap the show up here. Uh, I do appreciate everyone tuning in tonight. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for coming back. Uh, we will be back next week um, at... What what is the date of next week? Does anybody know? Well, regardless, next Friday we will be back eight thirty p.m. Yo. Central Standard Time. Eleven. That sounds about right. But uh, yeah, it was fun to be back. It was good to have a little little break. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Um, let's see. There's twenty three people here. How many people have liked this? I don't know. But if you're on here, give the video a thumbs up. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. All that fun stuff. And for everybody on the uh, uh, in here right now, the podcast is on all, or this show is on all podcast platforms. Or not all podcast platforms, but it is on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Uh, all of the links are in the description below, so go check that out. Um, Justin, you got anything else for him? Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure and come back next Friday. Tomorrow night, go to Lawn Time Coming YouTube channel. I am in a three-way battle with myself, Brett, and the Lawn Tools to take home whoever is the winner of the Lawn Time Trivia Challenge. It's live on the Lawn Time Coming channel. It's going to be Dang, a lot I of fun. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, go check out that channel. Um, lawn Time Coming. Brandon Davis is he's hilarious it'll be a good time I'll be trying to tune into that that'll be a fun one to watch thanks for watching everybody we'll see you next week you guys have a great evening and a great weekend see you guys see ya